Welcome to Builds with Blocks, a show centered around the micro action figures and brick-based construction sets of the Halo universe. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, and I'm joined by Tom Fishenden. There won't be a home if we don't stop the banished. And Matt Salvatore. No, you don't get to tell me what to do. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> guys, the Pelican is no longer inbound. It is here. Woohoo! And we're oh, ecstatic yeah. to talk about the opportunity to have the opportunity to discuss the flagship set from the first wave of the Halo Infinite sets from Mega Constructs. A huge thank you to the Mega Constructs team for, for providing free samples to all three of us so that we can bring you uh, our reviews, our analysis of this beautiful beast. Before we get into the main topic of the show, let's chat about what we've been up to on the block front. Matt, I'm gonna start with you. What have you been doing lately? Uh, not too much. I basically... You always say that, and then there's usually a lot. Yeah, like three <laughs> hours later. Oh, that's about it, guys. Um, no, i just been working on my mock, and then I built a pelican. So that's what ah. I've been doing on the blog front. Tell me about this mock. What is this thing? It is the new and improved uh, Halo Infinite mock. So I did an original one where I had a one of the plateaus with an AA turret. Mm -hmm. uh, this time I made it bigger and I've added several plateaus, another AA gun, and a bunch of the uh, new infinite figures. So it, it was actually really fun to just kind of see these figures in something that look like the new Halo ring. So I'll, it yeah. just makes me so much more excited to play the game and feel that kind of open world aspect. So hopefully it. I'll be able to do a lot more stop motions with that. It's my 10-year Mega Construct uh, set for new stop motion. So hopefully I can <laughs> right. get some out there. Your 10-year plan? My 10-year plan. I love it. You can you Did you park the Pelican on that thing yet? Well, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Just spoilers about the Pelican. It's it's massive. And I thought for sure, I'm like, oh yeah, this massive mock will be able to comfortably and snugly fit this pelican. And I had how I had it all planned out where the pelican was going to be. Well, this pelican is just massive. So I had to <laughs> push out a couple of the plateaus and um, I have to restructure it already just so I can fit the pelican in there. So um, Whoa. it's it's a beast. And I'm, I just, it's so awesome seeing the pelican interact in there, seeing it with like the AA turret, just like Reminds me of that opening scene that we got for the yeah. gameplay demo. That's right. Ooh, oh, I'm so awesome. Looking forward to see what you do with that. Awesome. Tom, how about yourself? Um, Yeah, I've not really been doing as much as I would usually. Um, So here in the UK, we're kind of hitting the rainy weather season now. So I think that I'm probably past the best dates for toy photography, um, mm. which does suck a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, so do you pack it in for the rest of the year then, or what? Well, I've done something interesting this year. Um, I just bought a brand new green screen. Um, oh. So for a while, I had a really, really cheap green screen um, that I literally just used when I do the Jurassic Park podcast, and I would like sit and use that as my backdrop. Um, mm -hmm. But I just invested in a proper newer one, um, which will go over the studio setup that i've got that you guys have seen so it will basically replace where the white screen sits in that and i'll have a green screen there um so i'm potentially gonna experiment with some green screen work in the future um nice. and just see how that kind of works um i've sort of got an image in my head of the pelican in space with chief floating that i'd like to try at some point uh -huh. um so we'll see what happens with that um obviously it's 
a lot less practical in my opinion shooting with a green screen I would always rather do something like practically outdoors so maybe it won't be for me but we'll just have to see how it goes um and then beyond that I am buying some mega constructs off of you at some point Colin and that's about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah we just gotta sort out that list yeah so yeah that's pretty much it I'm crushed to find out that you actually are not recording from Jurassic Park and now I'm, I'm just, I'm crushed. Matt, I'm always at Jurassic Park, mate. If you listen really <laughs> carefully, hold up a second. If you, if you keep listening, what you'll hear is that actually... <laughs> there are dinosaurs all over this place right now. So I do actually have to be a little bit quiet because I don't want to disturb them. Well, don't move. They can only see you if you move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will go quick. So the Pelican Inbound has been built. It took me uh, a couple of days because I don't have, you know, I can't build during the day, even on the weekends. It's, I got to wait till the tail end of the <laughs> evening um, and during either TV time or, you know, if my wife's working. But anyway, so it took me a few days to put this thing together. I did it over the course of, I think, three or four evenings. I finally got her done a couple hours each time. Um, so built, been building that and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. I did get my alien queen came in and my Viseron came in. They are tucked away, ready to be built when I get inspired to do so. Um, oh, I mentioned a while ago that I was looking for that second 21, 20 and one scorpion. Yeah. And I found Mm -hmm. one for not a terrible price and I ordered it. So it's still, it still was above MSRP, but it wasn't the crazy price that uh, that I've seen out there. So I do have two now, so that means I can start building one of them. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Do you um, think they might um, rebrand the Scorpion in the Infinite kind of boxing and re, re redistribute it? I kind of hope so. I've been thinking about that. Um, Same thing. So Mega have said in the past on their forums that it's unlikely that they'd ever re-release a set. Um, they always try to do new improvements on them or stuff like that if they're going to re-release right. it. So it's a different set. Um, but with that said, I would love that because then I could get it and I really want to get that set, but I missed the boat on buying it. So mm-hmm. please rebrand it. <laughs> yeah, I could see them using a similar you know, build structure because yeah. you're going to need a Scorpion eventually in Halo For Infinite, sure. So. Uh, maybe that's why this the one the twenty one didn't get wide distribution, and they'll come out with another one. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Will that one have a chief with it as well? <laughs> oh my goodness, we have so many chiefs. No, this one will have a lock without helmet. Oh, oh. just headless lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor lock. Uh, a couple more things. What else did I do? Um, oh, I did get from Entertainment Earth. I ordered a. I, I rolled the dice and ordered a three pack of the. Yeah. Mega Constructs Heroes, because I wanted to get Predator and Dutch. I've I separately, I think I talked about on the show, I got Raphael and Claptrap for the two that the main two that I wanted, and I got those for, you know, MSRP, but then I I haven't been able to find a Predator at Walmart or a Dutch at Walmart. So I or, I ordered the three pack just to see what would happen. I did get three different figures, which I was happy about. Um and I did get a Predator. So I very happy about that. Didn't get Dutch, but I got Kratos and then another Claptrap, which I'm happy to have two of those. Nice. Um, yeah, so that worked out okay. I wasn't sure if I was going to get randomly three of the same or if they actually took the time to give me three different 
figures. So I guess in the future, I'm wondering maybe if I buy two, three packs, then I'll get all a uh, full set. But you know, maybe I'll yeah. try that out for the next wave. Yeah, that'd be cool awesome. Yeah, so because I did get Predator, I, I did find a decently priced Dutch in the the, the two pack with with uh, Predator and Dutch. Uh, I did order those from Amazon. Nice. I actually had some credit my credit card, so or uh, some you know free money on my credit card, so with Amazon. So I did that. A um, couple other things, man. I, I have a long list here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know no we worries. want to talk about the Pelican, but I just want to get this out. Um, so I'll go two more things, and I'll go back to Halo. So I ordered. Um, the Masters of the Universe, the a box of the Series Five, so it's got Fisto nice. and Stinkor in there. Those are the two new figures. Yeah. Um, it's got a, the other ones included are are new paint jobs, I think, on on the other figures. Um, mm. I did get a new uh, a Game of Thrones. I pre-ordered the Game of Thrones ship as a part cool. of that same order. Those are both from Entertainment Earth, so hopefully I get those what? not too far down the road. What's happening what with the castle set out there at the moment? Have you had a chance to pre-order it was, that anywhere? I didn't. It looked like it was not until November, okay, so cool. I'm waiting on that. Um, yeah. That's an awesome-looking set. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that'll be a, a great addition, too. And then the final thing I just want to mention back to Halo is I did uh, the Master Chief helmets have finally hit targets, so they are out there. And by the time of this recording, hopefully most of you have it at the time. I, I built it last night. Uh, all I want to say, you know, and I hope we'll have a, a focus show where we talk about this and a couple of other things that we haven't talked about yet. But the helmet, the color of the helmet is not the same color as this pelican. Oh, whoa. Or oh, really? the same. No, it's a little different color, which is kind of weird. Um, it doesn't have the speckle hmm. in it. So I don't know if they remove the speckle or if it's all a whole, you know, a whole different color. But um, it's a little different color bricks. But it's a cool building. Yeah, it's a cool build. Um, it's it's a nice piece. Hopefully they do. I heard somebody um, mention maybe they would do a helmet series based off the success of this, which would be awesome, I think. Yeah, hmm. that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, so why don't we dive into the main topic of the show now, now that I got all that out of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's time to talk about the Pelican Inbound, coming in at a whopping 2,024 pieces uh, MSRP is $149.99 in the U.S. UK bucks are $125. Pounds, Colin. Um, pounds. <laughs> bu- you don't call them bucks in the UK? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is another, you know, what is another term besides pounds? Quid. 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 Yeah, yeah. 125 quid, three glorious figures, and an alternate build, which we will talk about on a separate show. Uh, Pelican Inbound is the fourth iteration of the iconic troop transport vehicle from the Halo universe, and um, we're excited to bring you our analysis and kind of go through. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through like the build, and we're going to yeah. kind of talk top level first, and then we're actually going to take you through all of the steps. This thing is 500 steps <laughs> in the instructions. It's pretty it involved. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty involved. Very, very fun, fun build, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, why don't we get into it? I want to hear. Oh, so if you can't, if you want to go f- find the instructions, you should be able to find those on Me- Mega Constructs website. Um, just Google Mega Constructs Halo, and that'll pop up. You can find it in there, and some other pictures and whatnot. Um, by the time this is posted, there'll be reviews from us out yeah. there, unboxing all that sort of fun stuff. So hopefully you've enjoyed that, and this will be your chance to kind of, you know, soak in all the the additional info that we've gathered for you. Put guys. this one on while you're building your own pelican. Yeah. 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 See if you agree. 
I like that. Um, All right, let's talk. Go ahead. Before we get into it, I do just want to say this is an awesome set, but it's not fully authentic because mine hasn't crashed yet. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you can do that. Maybe we'll do that at the end of the episode. We'll just all drop ours on the floor. (laughs) Oh no! I'll crash mine into my infinite mock. Oh, when you're done with that thing, you should just throw it at it. See what happens. Uh, I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. I'd cringe How so bad. Would that be? Table just it implodes. would be painful. It'd be like someone taking a hammer and smashing my foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, I couldn't. That's that's plastic abuse right there. It is. It's true. Tom, why don't you take us through the experience words. of opening this thing and just kind of your thoughts on the overall size and the build. Let's just talk about in general our yeah. thoughts on Pelican Inbound. Sure. Um, so when it comes to sort of opening this thing up, um, I actually did an unboxing on it and I make myself laugh every time when I watch it back because I knew what was in the box and I still right. decided to just aggressively attack it with scissors, <laughs> yeah, which in right. retrospect was not the smartest idea. Um, Are you a box saver? No, but... Okay. When it comes to reviews, obviously, I like to have the box in good condition before yeah. I throw it away. That's um, true. I feel like that was a really hurtful sentence for some people who are collectors. They're like, he's got the box mint and he's throwing it away. Right. Um, I, I but... save all the boxes. I think I have oh, all wow. of them minus minus a couple. So I like I still like right now I'm looking at my original Warthog box. I was going to say. You, do you have like a warehouse where you store these? In? <laughs> uh, no, what I do is I usually just compress them i fold them up and then oh I just okay. stack you them do away. break them down yeah i yeah. break them down but i don't throw them away actually cool. most of them are still i kind of use them for like art behind the set so i put the set and then i put the box some i don't break down nice i threw a ton away the other day from mm. 2012 oh yeah Sad. why but anyway moving on to positives um <laughs> so the box here really surprised me because obviously this is a 2000 piece set Um, And yet the box is kind of like a happy middle ground between your traditional £100 set and your more premium signature series set. Um, Mm -hmm. So it isn't quite a signature series box. Um, It doesn't kind of open up in the way that a signature series box... Well, actually, no, that's a lie. It does open up in the way that a signature series box would... Um, but it doesn't have like any of the artwork or anything inside it. It's just a generic mm-hmm. box. Um, well, it doesn't open. I, I don't have like the like the flaps and all that sort of stuff from the signature series. I don't know how I did mine, but I managed to fold it open in a very similar way. So mm-hmm. it like pulled from the bottom upwards. Um, I must have did and it then wrong. I, <laughs> <all> the <bags. laughs> I opened yeah. it. I opened mine from the side. <laughs> <laughs> I was being very delicate, to be fair. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, I nearly mucked it up in the unboxing. Um, <laughs> well, well, it seems like they're part... being more efficient with their boxing in general right now. So, like, they're cramming a ton more pieces in this for not yeah. as much space of, in the box. Even the 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 helmet that I mentioned, like that has almost 500 pieces in it, and the box is pretty manageable it's a lot smaller than the skiff which has a similar piece count yeah yeah well my favorite part of your unboxing video tom is when the the box kind of goes out of screen and you're kind of you know it looks like you're having this fight with the box (laughs) yes you're like oh fighting your halo infinite pelican in the background (laughs) yeah that that is exactly what happened it attacked me and i'm currently in very long proceedings with the set following that incident um, oh, that really? I can't talk about on air right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, so overall thoughts of it, 
I was really impressed with this. Um, and kind of when I finished it and I just sat back and took it in, I kind of had that, oh my God, holy moment where mm-hmm. I kind of sat there and was just like spinning it around in my review station, looking at it from different angles and kind of thinking, oh my God, this looks exactly like it looks like in the game. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, for me personally, and I know there's people who are big fans of the Pelican and they'll perhaps be a little bit more strict with the dimensions. Um, But for me, they've always done a really good job getting the profile nailed down with the builds of this vehicle in general. Um, But this one just feels like it goes a step above and beyond. Um, And there's like so many little details and we'll get into them. But everything from like the profile of the way the tail sits um, to the way the sort of landing gear sort of slightly tilt inwards it just all feels incredibly authentic to the way this mm-hmm. vehicle is portrayed in the game. Um, and when you kind of finish it, you sit and look at it and just think, wow, that that is a pelican. And to kind of um, encapsulate this, I want to tell a fun story. Um, I was in the office on Tuesday for our charity's annual general meeting. And because of that, my boss was in. Um, And I talked to him now and then because he used to play Halo when he was a bit younger and Mm -hmm. he kind of stopped with Halo 3. So he's not that familiar with it anymore. I showed him a picture of this build and the second I showed him, he went, that's a pelican from Halo. That's awesome. And he then went, I'm not normally jealous of your nerdy things, but this (laughs) is one thing that I'm very jealous of. And I feel like that kind of summarizes how spot on this build is. Yeah, yeah. I like that. that's awesome. Yeah, Matt. it was really cool. I was like, we've bonded. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what what are your overall thoughts? Well, I actually filmed me building this set, so I was oh, able to yeah. do it. So you're probably watching it being constructed right now if you're watching this on YouTube. But I was able <laughs> to build it in a little over five hours. And I, I stayed up to like three in the morning. So there's a Good part work. in the video where it looks like I'm getting a little slow. It's because I'm drinking lots of coffee in between. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I had a really awesome time building this. I want to say, it, like I said in the beginning, I don't think I fully realized or understood the size of this set. And so as I was building it, and it's kind of this weird moment that when you're building something and you kind of look over at what you've built and, you know, as I'm building, I'm just kind of putting pieces together really quick. And then I look over and I see, I'm about halfway through the build and I look over and I see just what I've built and I'm, I already look over and I go, this set is going to be massive. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just, at that point, it all kind of took shape, um, like, I have to agree with Tom. The dimensions on it, it the silhouette looks amazing on it. Um, I am blown away by this set. I I don't know. There's just there's so much to it. Uh, so much detail and love was put into it. Um, the best part about it is there's this little fire extinguisher. The, the yeah. detail yeah. is so amazing that I'm just like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love it. It's good stuff. Um, I awesome. had a great time building it. Uh, a lot of fun. Tom, did you do build it all in one go too? Um, I built it over a night and a morning. So okay. I built until about 11 o'clock the night before. I then went to bed, woke up at 5am to Zoom some American friends, 
finished mm. my Zoom session with them at about half seven in the morning and just sat and built until about one o'clock lunchtime. Nice. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah, my my thoughts, uh, you know, echo what you guys have to say, and we'll get into all the details, but very happy with this. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that each of us right now, as we're recording, uh, we all have a, an, a, one of the other Pelicans with us. So by my side, I have the NMPD Pelican to provide some comparison. Nino, um, and Nino. Matt has the OG Pelican. OG. Um, and then uh, Tom has the the gunship from Halo yeah. Four. So um, as as conversation comes up, we can all we can kind of be the the um, points of contact and comparison for each version. Um, and that's one thing that I guess where I wanted to take my uh, overall thoughts is because I just I've built two pelicans within the, the last month now, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the size it's funny because the signature series the NMPD pelican the set is like seventeen thousand pieces, yeah. but a big chunk of that is for the landing pad in the building, and so I would say just looking at the two together, you know, there's there's not. Obviously, there's not as many pieces in the NMPD. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the percentage? Is it, like, is the other Pelican 50% bigger? Like, it kind of feels like that because it's beefier. Like, the chest on this thing is huge. But as we'll get into it, the the interior is smaller. So it's it's weird when you you have them both here and you kind of are messing around with the play features and whatnot. Um, It's interesting how the build differs even though the the other one is or the new one is so much bigger i would say the interior differs proportionately than the others um there's a a portion of the interior of this infinite pelican that i would say is much bigger than any pelican we've ever had Mm. yeah we'll get into it okay i was about to say the exact same but um oh yeah i was gonna say i kind of like how this now retrospectively makes the police pelican smaller because i know it's not in the law but I kind of like the idea that maybe the police are using a less efficient version of the Pelican because obviously mm. it's like an older version that's been mothballed. And then you've got mm. this Chad version of the Pelican, which <laughs> oh, is God. the version that the UNSC are using. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, the other thing that I just about the whole the build is there's the detailing on the both the interior and the, the exterior was a lot of fun to to put together and yeah. and and see how that s- slowly unfolded especially as you're doing the the exterior um to see oh okay i like this how they like they keep certain spots smooth um but they leave studs exposed elsewhere where you know you don't necessarily need that additional additional um detail and whatnot so uh there's the, the printed pieces are pretty fantastic and the use of the you know unsc and the the logo itself um other mm-hmm. printed pieces like on the very under the wings again we'll talk about it more but they the, are they missile shooters on the wings like the yeah, printed pieces yes. archer missile Take, pods yeah so oh archers and the other are thing the ones that the spirit fires archers are from the yeah from the spirit the other thing to notice is that there are quite a few pieces left over yeah after the build so you can still do some either additional customization if you want if you don't have this color or you know you can you have spare parts for for whatever mm-hmm. reason, but they do give you quite a few leftover yeah. parts. Yeah. Um, and I know that from watching Brickman's um, alt- alternate um, build review is is that structure that base 
it pro almost looks like it uses half of the pieces. So there's, I mean, this base, this this set alone, if you just want a whole lot of pieces, grab this set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you get a yeah. lot, a lot of good and fun and useful pieces. Well, as a traditional builder, whenever there's, I know there's always sets that have a little extra pieces, but when I saw the pieces at the end of this, I immediately started flipping through the book and I'm like, okay, did I forget anything yeah. major? You know, because mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I forgot yeah. a wing. <laughs> right, yeah. You almost have enough to build another one. There's I know, I'm like, pieces. oh no, I messed up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I am, um, I'm actually sitting now and seeing if I can put something together with all these spare parts while we're recording the show. <laughs> I like it. You do, we fiddle with that, it, and then at the end, we'll take a picture of it. Exactly. We'll yeah. put it on the show. There we go. It's going to be some, like, mini pelican. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's get <laughs> into the figures themselves. Um, since Tom is concentrating on something else, why don't <laughs> Matt, why don't you start with the figures? Just take us through your thoughts of. I mean, we have we finally have the pilot. Like the, it, it was it was fun to because we've been recording the show since this set has was revealed, and we discovered that oh the, we're they're gonna give us the pilot. We still don't have a name for the pilot, but like remember when we saw like his rolled mm -hmm. up sleeves in the picture and whatnot. Like all that had been revealed over the course of you know this past year. So it's been fun to finally, now we finally have the pilot in our hands, and we have the chief, um, and now we have this the banished hunter, the, the hunter in banished colors. So, mm -hmm. Matt, Matt, take us through these things. Well, right now you are going to be watching a hunter assemble. So I did a quick little stop motion Ooh. of the hunter assembling for the first time. So I just put it out of the bag and I assembled it. And the articulation on the figure, as I use it for stop motion, is much better than the uh, the the hunters that I got from the Halo Heroes line. I think they come. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the articulation is it's already the same old, a lot, right? Yeah, same old. But this, the articulation just felt so much stronger, but more fluid. So I was able to do a quick little stop motion of this thing coming together. Um, I love this hunter design, but I love the colors on it so much more. Uh, nice little hints of red, not too much. Yeah. Uh, but just the, I would say just the right amount. It is kind of neat to see uh, a hunter's arm, the the cannon arm, with the red crystals instead of yeah. the mm -hmm. green. So that's kind of interesting. I can't wait to see that in game. What does this like scary red hunter look like when it's bearing down on you? Yeah. Um. So <laughs> is I'm this very... uh, real quick? Is this the fourth version of this mold that we've gotten? The fourth yes. color. The fourth yeah. different new We've hunter. We've got a, I can't. I think it's either a prime or something else from Warzone in the Wasp. And yeah, the Wasp. We got the red one in the Heroes wave, and then yep. obviously the blue one in Warthog. The one. two. Yeah. Yep. The yep. remnant hunter is in the yes, Hero wave. Yes, that's it. Matt. Okay, yeah. so I I misspoke because I meant the the hunters in the Warthog run. I haven't opened my remnant hunter, so. When I said this one has better articulation, it has better articulation oh. than the Hunters in the Warthog run. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, pilot's awesome. You know, I think that's kind of neat that, again, we're tying into this being able to have the helmet and not have a helmet. It's really kind of neat. I love that his sleeves are rolled up. And I think uh, Tom pointed out to me that Brickman117 was able to flip yeah. the, I don't know what, the, his suspenders? Yeah. 
Yep, so that looks awesome. So shout out to Brickman for doing that. So that's kind of neat. I haven't tried it personally, but that's just a little detail that I think that's kind of cool that you can take off his flight gear suit and put the suspenders up. And, you know, of Did you guys you notice get... the tear under his eye because he misses home? Oh. <laughs> oh. How no, that's big the t- are you? <laughs> I'm that's so the... big. <laughs> oh. Jeez. And then we get another chief. So uh, this chief, it has it obviously with all of them. And the cool thing is, is that we're not just getting the same paint variation chief. Um, This one's got a lot more, I would say, there was a way Gabe put it that sounded so much more articulate, but it just has, (laughs) uh, it has some silver brush highlights on it that really accentuate the armor. So I am very impressed with it. You know, I think obviously the chief and the pilot were a must for this pelican especially because so much of the halo infinite marketing has kind of centered around the pelican it's nice to see the pilot and chief in this set so i'm looking forward to using them in stop motion seeing tom's toy photography really utilize these two because i think they're going to be a a pretty awesome team tom talk about the chief as compared to the other chiefs because we have many chiefs yeah in this line um i'm gonna start by apologizing for all of the brick noise but i have managed to put together a little unsc barricade using the spare pieces um so chief in this set is very very similar to warthog rally in terms of color scheme helmet details and chest armor details um but the difference like matt says is kind of the silver dry brushing so they're sort of silver um highlighting under the breastplates there is silver highlighting on the helmet in the middle um, and kind of bits across the abdomen and all of those sort of areas. I think there might even be some brush across the legs yeah, um, to just kind of make it back. pop. Yeah, yeah. Um, on mine, unfortunately, which is the one that you'll see in the review, the visor wasn't fully painted all the way. Um, but looking at Matt's, it's quite crisp when it's done properly and it looks very similar again to warthog rally just with the sort of silver little line underneath the chin yeah i actually thought it was it was closer to the chief brute warrior two pack yeah because that one kind of leans a little more with that silver dry uh, silver brush um help me gabe i don't know how to say it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's that that silver highlight area so i think that's kind of a little more similar to that we'll have to do a comparison video of all of the chiefs in this yep. line and and pick a favorite i don't think we can do that right now but um i i am enjoying this one the the silver brush it shows i mean if you think about the i guess the setting of this set was taken from the trailer in, in my opinion yeah, i mean definitely. and that's what they're going for so this is kind of beat up chief you know after yeah. he's been floating in space chief and so he's Lost not space. dirty but he's all dinged up and it's interesting <laughs> that, um, you know, remember, was it Halo, between Halo 2 and Halo 3, he got that big scar on his on his armor? Yeah. And a lot of figures, you know, included that sort of thing. We don't have a big scar. Um, and for, for, you know, whatever reason, maybe we'll find out in Infinite. But we do have a lot of, we, he just shows a lot of wear and tear from, from there the, is, whatever reason he was floating in space. There is kind mm. of, on, on quite a few of the Jazzwares figures, and I think some people have pointed out in the source material... And there is actually a black burn mark on yeah. the right side of the uh, chest plate where that mark was on the Halo 3 armor. 
Um, and if you, it's it's kind of like over the one one seven sign. Um, and if you look at the San Diego Comic Con figure, that's kind of the closest they've come to mimicking that sort of battle damage almost. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like a soot almost in yeah. the sort of the kind of damage it looks like. Yeah, um, I got I got my hands on that cool. one too. It's on his helmet as well. Yeah. Mm. Can I say something about the pilot? No, I really you like. may. Okay, so. <laughs> Matt, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could honestly gush over the pilot figure um, because coming into this set, I was very apprehensive of it. Um, I think it's fair to say that in the game, there's a lot of detail on the pilot's flight suit. There's a UNSC logo on one of his shoulders and some other small details that aren't present on this figure. Um, so if you guys remember when we first previewed it, I was quite cynical about that. Um, mm-hmm. And I was quite cynical with the color blue that they used. Um, but actually, in person, it works really, really well. Um, and I was surprised to note that there's two different color tones on the pilot's chest armor. Um, so around the collar and also in the middle of the chest in the little triangular piece mm-hmm. of armor, there are actually darker tones. And also one thing that I really appreciate is the fact that although he has got a pinhole in his head, they painted the inside of the pinhole the same color as the hair. So it kind of blends into the hair, which is quite nice. Because mm-hmm. um, I've always been quite sort of against the pinholes because i feel like they ruin the ability to use a figure without their helmet off but i feel like in this instance because they've done that it actually works quite well and it doesn't bother me at all um so i was really happy to get this figure and i would say that with the suspenders he still looks pretty good if you remove them all together because they've used a hip piece that doesn't have the like square tab indent. So if you take the suspenders off, the legs just sit flush with the torso and there's no gappage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does yours, did you guys get yours, does he just spin around in a circle, like his torso? No. You know how most of these will catch, you know, partway yeah. through? But mine, mine spins all the way around. I either haven't pressed it on far enough or what, but... Yeah, no, how's, mine's how'd... sitting fine. Yours catches no. when you turn yeah. when you spin them. I just did. Uh, mine spins all the way around. Yours does too. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that's from the rubber piece or what. Um, the suspenders are a little off on mine. I don't know if it's the mold or what, but like one suspender yeah. hangs down lower than the other. I don't know if that was on purpose or if that's just how the mold works out. Um, it sounds like one of the pegs might not be lined up, because um, it's it's worth noting that this is a cod piece. Um, so it's designed for the Call of Duty line, and they've just brought it over here. And while there are Call of Duty dimensions in the legs now, the torsos are still the Halo torsos. So there might be a slight bit of, um, like, I don't know how to phrase it. There, basically, it might be slightly off where the scales are still slightly different, because obviously this has been designed to be used with a cod torso and cod legs and actually interestingly enough when you try and put the suspenders up on a cod torso sounds like i'm talking about fish i'm not guys it's call of duty i promise (laughs) um when you try and put the suspenders up on a call of duty figure torso they actually stretch a lot more and they look like they're not meant to go up like that so it's Mm. an interesting um kind of amalgamation of two slightly different scales hmm. the other thing to note is that his his sh- boots don't spin don't twist 
like mm-hmm. we've seen in some right. of the other more um, non-Spartan figures that we've received. Definitely. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy with him. Um, I like the little... I couldn't figure out for the longest time what was on his helmet. It, just, it looked like it was almost a mistake or something like that, but <laughs> it's his little um, microphone on his yeah. on his helmet, that silver, silver coloring. But yeah, overall happy um, to have him. I really want to know who this guy is. <laughs> maybe we'll find out one day. Or maybe Miranda Keys and be. Sergeant Johnson's love child. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes, boy. I love that. That's not <laughs> Give even Give us Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the Hunter before we move on to the, the big beast, Tom? Oh, no. I was so spaced out then. I was, like, ready to chat about the Pelican. Um, Yeah, the Hunter. My, my only thing is, obviously, Hunters come in pairs. Um, mm. But I'm probably going to end up buying another Pelican yeah. anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, I think most people will. And it's, like, it's almost like that's one of the main reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to to have uh have another set for the alternate build, to just have that available, or just the other pieces. I but just then, want yeah, two Pelicans. This, this Hunter's lonely. He's so lonely. He's pissed off. Yeah. He's yeah. raging. Or maybe banished pelicans don't have to be in pairs. Oh, maybe. Banished hunters. I don't know why I said banished pelicans. Banished yeah, hunters. Have, have the brutes taken over this pelican? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> well, if you remember, there's the whole, the because we just played Halo Wars two. There's Colony uh, involved, and he's like a he's like the chief um, maybe hunter. Maybe this is Colony. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's possibly so. But possibly. We'll find out. Well, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Da, Let's da, talk da, about da, the... Da, da, da. I'm just going to let that breathe for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Let's talk about the build. The You start with the cockpit. So, really, the, the build itself is done in, was it four different sections? Yeah. Where you start with the cockpit itself. And then you move uh, down to the body. You build the body in two sections because it opens up. And we'll talk about that feature when we get there. And then lastly, you do the wings and the thrusters in the back. So let's talk about the the cockpit. What, uh, Matt, how did you feel about how this thing came together? This is probably my favorite part of the new Pelican is just how spacious the cockpit really is. Yeah. Um I love I love that you're able Okay, this is the best thing about this Pelican is that it connects the bay to the cockpit and you actually don't have a wall there, so you can actually mm-hmm. look through the back of the Pelican and see through the cockpit screen. Yeah. And that's awesome because there's that, you know, that part in Halo Reach where um Carter is dying and he throws his helmet down and it's got that kind of angle to it where you can kind of just see him in the cockpit. So I oh, love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. There's a gap between it, and then uh, sides come down on the Pelican. So there's a pretty sizable gap in between the main portion of it and the cockpit. So if you yeah. took that piece off, you guys follow me? Oh, if you yeah. Took that yeah. Piece yeah. Off, on the side of the yeah, canopy? Yeah, on the side of the canopy, there's a pretty spacious gap that's just held together, that's just covered up by... Um, I guess like some slanting pieces. Mm-hmm. So I was a little intrigued by that. Um, I actually think it's kind of, it gives it a bulkier shape, which is nice. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's cramming the cockpit. So most of the, most of the, the tilt work of the build is shifted outside. So it's not cramping the cockpit, which gives it this very spacious cockpit. So I'm impressed with it. Lots of curves and angles that I think kind of, uh, 
add to the pelican look tom what did you think about the landing gear oh that was a swerve and a half from what i thought you were gonna say um in in terms of the landing gear i was really impressed with how it sits inside the body yeah Um, me too. so as they were building it up i was kind of like oh my god is this gonna have an impact on the interior Mm -hmm. is the interior of the cockpit gonna be really cramped um, but it was actually really clever because the whole mechanism for it is underneath the cockpit and they actually build it up so it's thick enough underneath to store the wheels away without causing any problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just felt that was so cool. Um, and you actually co- cover that compartment up. Yeah, you do, mm-hmm. which is cool. You, you press, I think it's like two four by eight pieces over the top mm-hmm. in black. Um, and two six by six. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you literally just like slot them across it, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so I, happy when you could cover that part yeah, up. Same. Yeah. I, I was just like, yeah, then this helps to make this look a lot more aesthetically pleasing. Um, I, I do just want to say off the back of um, what Matt was saying about it looking a lot bulkier, I've been trying to place um, where this pelican sits in Halo for me. Because with that bulkier look, it really looks like something to me. And I figured out while you were talking, Matt, that this pelican looks like it's pulled straight out of the... um, Is it the cutscene at the end of Outskirts in Halo 2? Where Johnson mm-hmm. like mm. drops the pelican yep. in as Chief steps out the scarab. It looks exactly no, that's... like how the pelican looks in that blur cut sk- scene. That's Metropolis. Yeah, uh, yeah. Level. I know it was one of the two. Yeah. It looks exactly like that pelican at the end there, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's that's. This is, I would say, peak Halo Two pelican, yeah. on look style, yeah. especially in the front. So how does this compare? How does the cockpit front end compare to the gunship? Because um, we do have a little <laughs> turret in the front of this thing. Yeah, well, obviously it's completely different um, because the gunship was lights and sounds. Oh, yeah. Mm So the gunship, the entire front cockpit section is one big piece. um, And you then put the kind of canopies on and build a little bit of the interior. Whereas here it's completely built from the ground up. Um, And I do just want to say to echo what Matt was saying earlier, this is the part where we all thought there was a lot more space in it than we expected because um, it's actually pretty deep and you kind of get four studs across pretty deep space all the way through to the troop bay, um, mm-hmm. like Matt said. And what that means is you can really get that um, scene from the newest trailer or the um, story demo even for Infinite where you kind of have the chief like walking up behind the pilot and then mm-hmm. leaning on the chair and like looking over him. Um which I thought was really cool. The only thing I'll say in terms of this that was a little bit weird to me is the positioning of the screens. They're like really mm. low down in the little corridor. Hold well, on, keep let in me mind open. that Chief is supposed to be like seven feet tall. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe that, that's part of the consideration. But yeah, it's nice to have those screens in there. Yeah, um, it is for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just adds to the the overall detail level. But they do some interesting things with the angles that Matt was was describing on how they um, use you know hinges and whatnot to to give you that feel of a of kind of a slowly curved uh, body from the front. What mm-hmm. do you think of the canopy, Matt? Uh, the actual you know the little piece that comes down over the pilot. It's massive. 
I yeah, I'm just it's a new opening. Piece. Yeah, brand new looks excellent. It's just just looking, and I have the OG Pelican here with me, and yeah. just comparing Compare the two, it's night and day. The canopy for the original Pelican is so narrow, and like I said, every other Pelican now feels cramped, and this from one in the cockpit, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the from the mm-hmm. where they sit, it just feels so cramped. Here, you could actually fit a second chair Pelican uh, pilot seat behind this one and it wouldn't even look like you were cramming it in there and look like you'd have more room to spare so the canopy i love that the canopy broadens out in the front so in the back it's a little narrower so it can fit in between the the slanting pieces on its sides and then as you like run your hands you can feel it kind of come out just a slight bit so that when you look at it directly the bulkier part of the bottom fills out where the slanting comes out. I have no idea if you guys followed that, but it looks awesome to me. <laughs> so the uh, it's interesting because the there is room in the NMPD cockpit to fit a second figure. I'm forgetting on the gunship, Tom. Can you put another one in, yeah, in you can. there? The, the okay. Yeah, there's two cockpits. Game, yeah, it's designed to be like a hind where it's a pilot and then a gunner behind it. Okay. It is tight, though, in yeah. the NMPD version. Technically, you can squeeze a second figure into the OG Pelican, technically. Yeah, they left space for it, um, but, but it's not a like seat? an official space. If you put a seat, then you wouldn't be able to fit the figure, because the figure would then be too tall. It's basically oh, okay. like a free block gap, Colin. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I tried so many times to modify it just a bit <laughs> to fit a second seat comfortably in there, but it, in so doing, you've compromised the integrity of the canopy in the cockpit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did want to say, I thought it was really cool that while building this, I felt a little bit like Brickman117, because <laughs> obviously when he did the Ultimate Pelican, he built the cockpit first. So when mm. I was kind of sat there with just this cockpit sitting in front of me, um, detached from the rest of the Pelican, I was like, yeah. This feels like a good build. Nice. Like I like this. Let's see what I can do with the back of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um it, it of note before we move on to the next section, you do use some temporary pieces um here and there throughout the build, but on this front part you do use some temporary pieces that are removed, but the the set is actually held up by some clear bricks. Mm-hmm. And you need those for it to actually sit. There's um some landing gear, which we'll talk about here on, in this next section, that um, I guess in in Mega Constructs universe should be able to hold the weight of the back of the of the set, but it, it can't. It's it, it needs that those clear temporary pieces really? underneath it. I, well, I, I guess able... I haven't tried. I haven't removed them. I so. did. That was the first thing that I did because I asked oh, I asked did. Brickman about that, and uh, yeah, no, it it can support the weight. Oh, without I a doubt. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. No, without a doubt, it's it's. I left the clear pieces there just because I don't want to put too. You know, I don't want to leave the constant strain on it. Mm-hmm. But it can. So, I, I was that was super impressive to see that the the landing gear actually worked as a landing gear. Nice. That's that's good to know. I guess it may, may, they must have built it that way because let's let's get into the back end of the of the uh, the ship. So you build it in two parts. Um, you know the left first the right second I, you know i'm not sure <laughs> which one was first but um they mirror each other and then they come together because this back end is used as a display and i'm curious your thoughts how this came together tom um yeah. when you like their their approach to building this 
I thought was a little unique. You know, it makes yeah. sense that you would build one half and then the other half, and you can kind of see, okay, oh, I see that they're going to use these, um, you know, these holes, and then eventually you put a rod in to, to allow it to open up. Talk about this this next section. Yeah, so um, it's quite cool because, like you say, you basically build the exterior and the interior of both sides. Um, mm. So so the way it works, you have the cockpit, and then the cockpit has got some significant sort of base space behind it that's covered in grates, and those grates are there to create smooth ground that both sides can go over the top of without catching at all. Mm. Um, um, when you build up both sides, you kind of... I think it's at this point actually you put the landing gears on as well, isn't it? While you're building up the sides. Yep. Yeah, landing gear and, part of this. Yeah. And there's a mechanism yep. which I didn't know was there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um so I only knew about this because of Brickman's video actually. Um, but it it's like a mechanism that basically spring locks them in place. Yeah. So there's three different positions that you can hit from the inside and each one will lock them in place. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, when I watched the review originally, I didn't like this at all. I thought it was far too intrusive in the troop bay, mm. and I thought that it ate up a lot of space. Um, but actually, when you get it in hand, it really does sit quite flush with the wall, and there's maybe a stud total extrusion, which isn't awful. Um, so I think it's actually a lot more streamlined in the build than I anticipated. Um, but with that said, the builds are pretty similar, um, mm -hmm. I would say. The only thing that's really different is the interiors. Um, so mm -hmm. one side's got like a seat and a console that's got a graphic chief on, and the other side's got a weapons rack. Like Matt said, it's got the fire extinguisher. Um, <laughs> there's something else on that side that I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, and that's kind of it, really. Because um, obviously the exterior builds are the same, but it is cool. You kind of... As, as you're putting this together, and I'm going to apologise if I'm rumbling because it's getting late here, um, but as, as you put it together, it kind of, it you, you sort of begin to get this idea that this is a lot bigger than you anticipated. And I remember I sat there, and at that point I, so the way my studio works, my um, gunship is up on the tip top of one of my shelving units, so I can see it wherever I am in my room. And I kind of remember putting one of the back ends on um, the left-hand side, which is the one that you build first. And then I looked over at the gunship and was like, holy crap, this is already bigger than that. And I've barely even mm -hmm. built it yet. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like this is where you really start to get the idea. Actually, this is a step up from the previous Pelicans. I think it was kind of interesting being able to... Uh, tr traditionally pelicans when you build the back you build it together but it was kind of neat yeah. to build one half and then the other half and i think this design feature of it being able to split open is probably what will set this pelican apart from the others to come you know before it so it looks traditionally like a pelican but i love this kind of new feature that what if you could just open it up just to really get in there because one of my complaints of past pelicans is you really can't do anything inside of them because they're, yeah. it's just, you know, you put your hand in there and you filled up the whole area. Mm -hmm. I think um, a big thing that I was saying to you guys as well when I built it as well 
is this really opens up the possibility for using a pelican for photos because now you've got something that yes it can be the interior of a pelican but it could also be the interior of a frigate it could be the interior of a vulture Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. and actually it like looking at the way that the interior mechanisms are assembled it would be very easy to pull out things like the chair and put something like a computer console in there so i think that this that they kind of present the interior to you as it is in the game um obviously in the trailer um especially the discover hope trailer it really is meant to mimic that kind of moment where the pilot finds chief and brings him in um but i feel like you could easily pull it apart and put other features in here um and something i do want to say is actually in the review that you'll hopefully have seen at this point um i do mention the idea of them maybe doing an expansion pack for this set that could change the interior to be a troop bay but you could do something else with that as well you could change it and put more cargo in there Mm -hmm. um so i think there really is a lot of space to play with in this area which is really cool something to note though this new pelican probably has when it's not opened the narrowest bay yeah yeah so compared (laughs) to previous pelicans like i said you could fit your hand well i mean if you have a pretty small like i can't fit my hand in any of the 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 original pelicans but this one is much narrower so you'd you wouldn't be able to uh it's longer but narrower so Mm -hmm. it's definitely giving to that more idea that they want you to open this up but that's interesting because the uh, um the troop bay like from the outside you know the shoulders of this thing are wider than the other pelicans so there's more detail and it and it is um it it looks like it would have more space from the outside but the way that it was built um the way that it was designed it actually is narrower so when if you want to put figures in there when when it's closed you kind of probably just have to drop (laughs) drop them in yeah transport them (laughs) and then fish them out with your fingers Mm mm-hmm I kind of don't mind that, though, because, I mean, from, like, a set-piece standpoint, um, so what I did when I first finished building it, I grabbed a bunch of my Clash on the Ring marines, and I was like, oh, I want to set it up as if they're piling out the back, like the silent cartographer. And I think that when you have figures lined up with the side of this thing, it just looks huge, but in the right way. Like... You, you get the sense that this is this massive transport that could easily be offloading loads of troops. And mm-hmm. I think that from a toy photographer's perspective especially, that really excites me because when we get a weekend of better weather, I'm so excited to take it out and just like simulate some photos of loads of troops disembarking from the back of this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what'd you guys think the, of the ramp the ramps just the ramp that i feel like it's a little bit of an afterthought in this set um yeah it, it's it's got a weird angle to it yeah so that's what i'm I was not thinking. sure if that's just to kind of tuck it up there if they didn't want to add any additional an additional mechanism or a joint yeah. there but um yeah it's it, kind of it's more like a slide fine yeah. you could probably if you wanted to do photography i would probably replace that with something that's a little bit that's not quite as steep yeah, yeah. more like a darth vader ramp I was thinking of maybe, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, connecting it up. So the, the way I would have done it is use the clip and, like, is it bracket or, like, peg system? Bas- basically, the way that, like, the hatch is attached, I mm-hmm. would have maybe done something similar where you can, like, fold it up and down. But I have done a test and you can't fit a straight ramp that's the same length um into that space so i think it has been done to just fit it into the profile of the build yeah that makes sense 
What do you think of the, the, I guess you call it the hatch? It opens on the other side of the NMPD Pelican. Yeah. So it opens the opposite opposite way. Is it the same for the gunship? Gunship opens the way the NMPD Pelican does as well. Okay. What about the dropship? And the OG Pelican opens up the same way. Same as way the, as, the... as the Infinite Pelican. So they open up from the back. Oh, okay. Interesting. So hmm. you pull it forward. Yeah. It's This is cool because um, compared to the original, it's one major hatch this one actually has a hinge in between i don't know why that hinge is there to be honest with you it's because yeah. there's a little bit of an angle it's yeah like i think it is get that it mm-hmm. is to give it that angle which is nice yep that it's gentle neat. curve from the top mm-hmm. just so much just you see like just like stuff like that make it feel like i'm you could probably hear me opening and closing this hatch in the background <laughs> uh, <laughs> right just little stuff like that just to give it that edge makes it so much nicer yeah until and yeah. we didn't mention it to open to open it up you have to it's a little bit of a process um you which have to you can the, see in our review video yeah so tom <laughs> goes through it so you have to open up the hatch and you have to remove a piece in the very back and then um i think there's a couple other steps that you do to yeah. crack it open you have to open up you have to take off the two side uh, I guess I yeah. want to say engines, but they're like the like air intakes. They're like air intakes, engine yeah. covers, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you also have to rotate the wings to like a ninety degree angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, speaking of those engine covers, though, um, that you had to take off, they are awesome, and they definitely have a way better way of making the wing feel more connected to the to the rest of yeah. the build. Yeah. Well, you don't have to take them off. You just have to rotate them up. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I've been taking them off this whole time. Yeah, no, yeah. You just fold them up, and mm-hmm. then um, I found it was oh, really cool, and it's quite intuitive. If you fold it up, I don't know if you noticed this, Colin, but the little bit that's on the other side of them just automatically folds itself up as well with that motion, mm-hmm. which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty um, slick how it does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you and when you put it back down, you just kind of put it down with your finger. So yeah, yeah. they do all that in the you know for for to help it make it sh- shape. Like I said, it was you know, yeah, the, it the was slope of this thing. You can tell that opening this pelican up was not an afterthought. This was the idea no, yeah. from the beginning. Was they built everything with the was, idea yeah. of doing that? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Any other thoughts before we move on? No. <clears throat> All right. Let's go on to the wings. Yeah. Matt, take us through these wings. They are. How do they compare to the, uh, the original? I want to say, and I think Tom mentioned this earlier, is the wings feel like the closest part uh, in build similarity to yeah. the original. Um, there's obviously a lot more angles, and it's a, you, it's a way more polished build. But the overall structural design, very similar to the OG. Obviously, it's much more polished here, but there is you can tell that they kept and they built off of the elements that worked, which is kind of nice mm-hmm. to see. Uh, so I wouldn't say too much is different from the wings, other than I love that you have the, I think you mentioned them earlier, the missile pods. That's mm-hmm. really nice to yeah. see. And that also kind of reminds me of the Halo 2 Outskirts Metropolis missions is the Pelicans with these missile pods. Uh, You do get Mm -hmm. some lights. Just a lot of nice little details. I'm just going to really quickly flip it over just so I can see the bottom of it. Um, There are just, yeah, like I said, a lot lot more slants, a lot more pieces that just kind of contour to each other. But the build structure is certainly very similar tom your thoughts i think the most innovative part for me here was the way that it uses the um ball clip to put the black thruster covers in the front part of the engine. yes i mm-hmm. thought that was a really cool way of like angling something to fit into a very specific slot 
um, which I thought was really nice. That's um, probably the just, major difference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, just I'm I'm trying to like turn and look at them without turning away from my mic because I know that people have noticed that in the past. <laughs> um, but I like how um, there's like little details like the simulated grey box exhausts on the bottom of the wings as well um, look really cool. And I just like, I know I come back to it, but when I think of this build... In my head, I just think of Halo 2, I think of Blur Cinematics, and everything about this is so spot on to that. And it, it's, it's almost mind-numbing. I can't quite get my head around how spot on this is to that, if that makes sense. Um, and like like even talking about it now and reviewing it and stuff like that, I still look at it and I'm just taken back by how spot on all of these proportions feel to how it looks in-game. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the wings and I, I think that the main thing for me is kind of how they've got that gradual it's it's kind of like an angle but basically in universe the wings of the pelican it looks very bulky in the middle the wings are bulky at the start and then they gradually fade out and that mm-hmm. is spot on here with how it looks where you've got those big thrusters and it yeah. then slowly fades out I just think it's 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 another example of where they kind of went back to the drawing board and went, okay, how can we get this looking better? Um, And I think the thing that surprises me is the fact that this doesn't use that many specialised pieces. Because when you look at the gunship, um, all of the vents on that were specialised pieces for it. So the fact that they've managed to make something that feels just as authentic, if not more authentic, using mainly parts from their existing catalogue is really impressive, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Well said. Yeah, yeah. I won't go on about the wings anymore. I think they're <laughs> they're very well done. The back thrust thrusters feel similar to my NMPD um, Pelican. Oh, I guess the 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 little mention is that it doesn't have. I'm not going to use the right term, but these little flaps on the wings. Yeah. Um, the NMPD has those. I think the original does too. It does. You're right. And yep. then also on the back thrusters, so those don't exist on the hmm. the pelican inbound set for whatever reason i guess i don't know if i if if that they're not in the trailer or they just decided not to add that detail um not necessary in my mind it's a cool little feature from the nmpd pelican and and the uh, the others but um not not present here but they do rotate fully the the way that they rotate the the same pieces are used um and so they do have it does have that that nice firm clicking sound as you rotate it yeah uh, nice. Yeah. So we really do happy sound with effects now. <laughs> really happy with with how those came together, and I thought the build was good. It wasn't too tedious. It was it was it was interesting, right? As you as you're especially the back thrusters, like, oh, I see how they're doing this. Oh, okay, all right. And you're kind of twisting yeah. the the uh, build around and building upside down for a little bit and on the side. So I thought that was cool how it came together. And I like doing that last, how the whole build yeah. is is you know front. And then eventually you you finally you get into the back and then and then you're done and you can finally stare at it in admiration. Um, one thing I do want to mention that lends itself a little bit more to the idea that they could do an expansion pack for this. Um, this particular pelican doesn't have the ability to pick up vehicles. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they leave that space where the mechanism would be on the model very very exposed. 
So there's a couple of um, sloped pieces that give it the correct look. But there is a substantial amount of space there that you could build your own mechanism in. And I kind of feel like they did that deliberately. I feel like it's a little nod to um, fans to kind of say, you know, if, if you wanted to do this, you could do it. Because mm-hmm. um, looking at where that sort of gappage is left... If you were to put your own mechanism in there, it would be spot on to where those vehicles sit on the actual in-game model, which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. The the Warthog scales pretty a lot better. Yeah. Like the you know all of the Warthogs, but the new one I just looked at it, it scales a lot better. Um, it, yeah. it doesn't scale terribly against the NPD one, but it just feels like the the dropship is a is a heftier you know vehicle that could actually yeah. carry one of these things. I would say that they probably left the idea of carrying a vehicle off just because of the nation notion of it splitting apart. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what mm-hmm. they were kind of showing was like, you don't have to, I mean, imagine if you had to take every piece off to get it to split apart. I think that's probably what their, their logic was. But again, like you said, it leaves that space. So you could yeah. totally come in and customize this. And with the extra and pieces you get are given, I'm sure you could find a way to do it. The thing I thought as well is the mechanism at the back is used to hold the two ends together is a bar piece. So they didn't just use like a um, plate or something. It's a yeah. bar. And yes, you can argue that that's easier for us as humans to pick out of it. But also, if I remember correctly... Um, the mechanism that's on the gunship and also in the mechanism that was on... I think the NMPD one has it, doesn't it, Colin? It's like a clip-based system yeah, where mm-hmm. it clips in at one end and then would clip into the warthog on the other end. So yep. I do wonder if maybe you could quite easily port that over to the end of this model. Yeah, it might be possible, although the... Because it has this bar that hangs down and then yeah. there's a clip that you attach to it. The clip that I have, it doesn't like snap on. Okay. The, little, the little bar i don't know if it's because it's an older set and when by the time i got pu- uh, put it together it just i don't know got bigger or something but yeah. anyway it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work as intended i think it was supposed to snap on there but it's, it's loose so yeah i was disappointed by that from the nmpd build but yeah i think you could easily customize this thing to to hang a pelican and these are supposed to be you know in universe supposed to hang a, a scorpion as well yeah so mm-hmm. you've got more reason to build it now Right, exactly. I want to see how that <laughs> that matches up. Um, did we mention back to the interior and uh, the fact that you can open it up? Did we mention the that you can suspend chief? That's like no. that little part that sticks out. You know, you build that whole thing from the beginning. You know, the 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 cockpit, and you you during that build, part of the build, you actually build the little mechanism that suspends him. And it and didn't take. It took me until the the two sides from the troop bay came together it's like oh okay now i know what that thing is i thought it it was like some other fancy thing that they were gonna (laughs) um (laughs) use some mechanism that we were gonna get to play with but no it's it's a cool little feature so again just highlighting the fact that they were really leaning on that trailer to Mm -hmm. to model this thing after do you even get a box so you can make the pilot do the thing where he's like standing on it to try and get to the pipes. Oh yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. I like that. Cool. Well, nice. what else do we have to say about this thing? We've covered a lot. Um, anything that we missed? I do. I guess I do want to cover frustrations because I, um, we, yeah. we kind of sprinkled them a little bit here and there. So I think the biggest one for me is the the size of the troop A is small and the fact that you don't get a I guess it doesn't come with it a way to hang a, pe- uh, a warthog yeah. on it 
The other thing that Tom, I know you mentioned, is that the canopy doesn't go all quite all the way down for for whatever reason. Um, yeah. It just it tends to kind of pop up a little bit. Any other yeah. any other downsides from in your um, book, Tom? I'm I'm gonna flip it with an upside though quickly. Imagine how good this would look with the Halo Three weapon pods attached to the end of it, where that gap is. Mm, that would work mm-hmm. really well. That's um, neat. Yeah, I might try that. Um, oh my god, <laughs> put me on the spot here. My brain is not working. Um, no, no, not really. I mean, for well, that me, must the... mean it's mostly good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll gush about it a little bit when we give our final thoughts. But I feel like the only other real thing that stood out to me was the ramp and that really awkward angle yeah. it's at because mm-hmm. i tried to put um so i i play with my toys guys i'm just gonna say it um and i was messing around the club. with it after i built it yeah <laughs> um and i again with those clash at the ring marines i was trying to get them like loading up so i put one dude trying to walk up the ramp and he ended up having to like crawl up it on all fours because it was so <laughs> steep um so i think that's really my only real problem with it um as, apart from the cockpit and like you say with the troop bay as well but i think that in my opinion if they were to do um say for example a unsc building box 2 they -hmm. could easily make some of the alternate builds in that stuff that goes into the pelican to change it a little bit if they wanted to and i'm not saying that it needs to because i think it's a really solid build as it is but i think there is the scope there for them to do more with it if they decided they wanted to yeah any any other downsides, Matt, worth mentioning? The only thing I would probably address is uh, if you look at the Troop Bay build and when the walls open up, it takes a segment of the floor with it and mm-hmm. underneath it is another floor Yeah, with the same grates. In my opinion, it would have been better if they had just removed the parts that went with the wall so that the floor is the floor. So it, the the second floor would have been the floor. So say you put a figure in this troop bay and you go, oh, I want to open it up. Well, then you have to take that figure out from that floor because it's oh, oh it's a floor yeah. of a wall. I see. And so that's the only thing I would probably say. I mean, yes, the troop bay is narrow, but I've never been able to use the troop bay in any real significant way so having it open up allows you to use the troop bay for photography or something like that so i'm not super mad about it but i would just say maybe you could have lost the the move the float away floor Mm, that's interesting well why don't we wrap up our thoughts then um with any anything else that we haven't gushed about over this thing because i mean at the end of the day this thing's beautiful it's the best pelican right yeah yeah um i mean i'm sure you could argue because of some of the negatives that we've talked about you know, there's always going to be a trade-off on sets. So they they chose to go this direction where this is more. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's got a lot of playability, but it also yeah. doubles as a display piece for mm-hmm. for many other purposes, and it gives you it, it enables you to do things that you could never do before with yeah. the other three yeah, pelicans. So it, it it sets it apart. It's not just a bigger pelican; it's a bigger and unique pelican. Yeah. Um, Tom, why don't you give us some final thoughts? Yeah. Um, so what I would like to say um, mainly, and I know there'll be people who will say, oh, you're only saying this because you got it for free. Um, but <laughs> I just want to say a massive well done to the designers at Mega 
because I know from posts that both Kevin and Mia have made on the forums that this line was really about going back to the drawing board and looking at the sets that they've made before and looking at how they could improve them. And I think that the previous Pelican sets we got were in no way bad, but this really shows a level of commitment to listening to the fans and getting this right that I really appreciate. I mean, things like putting in the new cockpit piece so it feels more accurate than the old one. I know that's a criticism that a few people had of the old Pelicans. Again, mm-hmm. the new one here is nice. Um, the fact that they fixed the floppy landing gears and found a way to make it so they locked in place yeah. is mm-hmm. awesome. Having a wheel that can actually be stowed away is really, really cool. Um, so it, it really feels like when they talk about going back to the drawing board and finding ways to reimagine sets in ways that do them justice, this is the perfect example of that. And I still cannot get my head around the fact that this looks the way it does. It genuinely is one of the few sets I've got in maybe 10 years of collecting at this point um, where I genuinely look at it and think, do you know what? I don't actually know if they could do this any better in the future. Like, I I genuinely look at this and I can't see the way that they could improve upon it anymore. And I'm sure there are ways and I'm sure they'll find them because they always do. Um, but I, I think for me, this is kind of like, yeah, you, you've taken something and you've made something special here. And I think that a lot of fans will be really happy with the end result that we've got with this set. Yeah, I think it meets that happy... It meets the happy place of scale that we yeah. want out of this, and then also not being overwhelmingly large, yeah, right? So it, it 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 is it is plenty big, but um, it also gives you lots of playability, and you you know you can still move it around and 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 play with it outside of you know if it was yeah. any bigger, I don't know if I would really want to touch it. <laughs> I just kind of want to put it up on a shelf and just leave it there. But um, the the fact that it, it the size that it is it, it looks like it fits well with the other vehicles and the the figures yeah. um, you know Mega is not perfectly scaled we're well aware of that but the, this thing is uh, they did a, they did a really good job of of rethinking reimagining like you said yeah um, and giving us a lot of features that we wanted I mean I just looked at the bottom of my NMPD um, Pelican I, I didn't realize it doesn't have wheels. Like yep. <laughs> adding that feature, you know, the, lots of little things like that yeah. that they brought mm-hmm. into this thing. I am. Um, I do just want to add off the back of that quickly about scale. Um, I am so so grateful that they decided to bite a bullet with this one because I genuinely feel like two thousand pieces for a hundred and twenty-five pound. That is a ridiculous bargain. And I I sat and I was talking to my dad about this and I was like, I don't understand how they have made the economics for this set work. Mm -hmm. Like it it should not be that price, but it is. Mm -hmm. And I I really appreciate how they didn't lock this behind a signature series set and how they made it. Or 15 more dollars. Yeah. And I I appreciate how they made it a lot more accessible for a lot more fans, I would say. I would just like to start off by saying a huge thank you to Mega Construct for this set. Um, I'm so thankful to uh, be able to just build it and experience it. So thank you so much, guys. Um, I got to say, this set balances, like you guys have been saying, this playability and 
signature series kind of model feel. And I know when we had Goodwill Hunter on, he was talking about how Mega always wanted to have a play area in each set. And I think the Pelican was that place that you really wanted to actually make that play area work. And so I think by having this set open up and having it the way it is, it really kind of lends to this this is a set that you play around, that you play in, and that you play with. And I have to give them a huge props for this tremendous win because I don't think, like Tom said, there is many more ways to improve this set. So I'm blown Just away Just to build by off it. that really really quick, man, this thing, it, it, you, you, we talk about structures, right? Uh, in the Mega line. Like this thing almost doubles as a structure because of the fact that it opens yeah. up. I know, I right? know, right? It's amazing. It's it's. I have to make my mock bigger to fit this thing. <laughs> it's yeah, a, absolutely. It's a mountain. It's very good. Yeah, so we're all happy. Um, of course, yeah, huge thanks to Mega Constructs for providing these to us so that we could, um, you know, provide our thoughts and, and, and reviews and, yeah. and uh, all that sort of fun stuff. Um, hopefully you all are able to get your hands on one of these, one or two of these things because that hunter needs a, needs a buddy right awful uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and enjoy these in your display pieces or just play with them with your kids or play with them you know with yourself <laughs> um it's a it's a fantastic set uh i want to wrap up with what we've covered because we've covered a lot of this wave so far yeah. and we have what we still haven't touched just because we haven't had access to it yet um they're still trickling out are the the unsc spartan armor packs um, the UNSC Marine Gear Pack. There's a Mercenary Combat Unit and a UNSC Combat Unit. So those four kind of troop builders that have been announced, um, we haven't found yet. I found the helmet that's out there. By the time you hear this, you probably hopefully have the helmet as well. I have all the, a blind bag set um, that we just haven't talked about because Tom or Matt need to find them as well, so we can have a conversation yeah. about those. Mm-hmm. And then we also want to bring you the alternate builds at some point. Um, yeah, talk about that. That the two in the two and one, um, how how we think they they did designing those as well. So and you still get this Brits force on all the other sets as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, when you get them eventually, right? Yeah, I'll um, be so, gushing about all of them. Yep. Yeah. So I won't run down through everything that we've gotten because we have there's a lot in this wave. Like this is a big, yeah. big wave of sets, and we haven't had, it's had crazy. that in a long time because, you know, we haven't had a game in a long time, and we have to wait a little no bit longer. But we, uh, it's on the horizon. We can see it. We can taste it. It'll it'll be here soon enough. Um, anything else you guys want to chat about? Um, I did post a community question, so I just want to check to make sure we covered off on that stuff in Discord. So any other thoughts that you want um, to chat about before we close the show, Matt? Well, I'll just give a couple quick shout-outs. Thank you, uh, John on the Drift, and your son. You guys are awesome. Tom Bovey, sir, you continue to be awesome. Sacred Icon Halo Boys, you guys are the best. Um, and, of course, uh, Brickman, thank you so much. We've mentioned him quite a bit in the show. He's he's definitely the, uh, the best person to talk about when it comes to massive builds such as this. And, of course, um, Goodwill Hunter. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being a part yeah. of this community. Oh, oh, uh, Gabe, G Custom Creations. I oh, can't Gabe. forget that guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, anything before we close? Um, have I forgotten anyone? Thank you for continuing to support us because I feel like if it wasn't for everyone listening, then we probably wouldn't have got this set to talk about. 
Um, For sure. So we really appreciate the fact that you will continue to show support. We've just hit 1.5k subs on YouTube, which is incredible considering it was only a couple of hundred a few uh, months ago. That blows um, my mind. So, yeah, thank you so much for continuing to support us and hopefully we'll continue to build this thing into something that all mega fans can enjoy for many years to come. That yeah, was beautifully I mean, put. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I just want to say there's a lot of people out there putting out some good content. So go and support um, your fellow content creators on the mega blocks front, mega constructs front. Um, yeah, there's lots of people putting in good work and, and enjoying it. And I think a lot of that is, is a testament to, the the good work you know the the absolutely the the step up in quality that we've seen over the years i think if the quality would have gone the other direction i think people would have fallen off but it has gotten better and better and and that is uh you know enabled a lot of us to you know appreciate these and and create our own content yeah um and and build communities and things like that and shout out to mega at the end of the day for continuing to do it because i think it's fair to say they've been through some ups and downs and it would have been easy for them to just throw the towel in and say, do you know what, we've hit a point where this isn't working at the moment, let's just move on to something else. But actually, they've committed to really trying to rebuild this thing and re-engage with people. And I really hope that this big wave that we've got here is just going to be the start of that. Yep, absolutely. Um, I did get one question that I don't think we covered, and it's a little odd one. But um, Elson94 on our Discord, he mentions um, potential of building an owl, which is a little bit smaller than a pelican. I'm not familiar with this, but um, it's been mentioned in a couple books, some of the Troy Denning books. So there is a a little bit smaller vehicle. Maybe we'll see that in Halo Infinite. Um, An owl. I like the name of that, an owl. Well, we're seeing the condor, so anything's possible. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So it'd be fun to see. I don't think there's been pictures. There's probably been descriptions in the books, but I don't think they they have seen any pictures of an owl yet. So that would be that would be a cool thing that they bring yeah. forward eventually. That would be fun to see how that scales against this thing. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for the show. Thanks for joining Builds with Blocks. If you uh, like the show and want to f- support us, please check out Podcast Evolved on Patreon. Until next time, evolved, evolved, evolved. Well, I'll say the reason why Chief is floating in space is because 343 Guilty Spark pushes him out of a ship as he's saying, Danger, danger, Master Chief. And that's why Chief is lost in space. I like it. Predictions have been.